Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Just read that uh, spring is March 20th. It's the 8th now, so we're not far off. Uh, the clocks go ahead this week. That's right. you got to change batteries in your uh, smoke detectors as well. And this uh, time of year, do it twice a year, when I say to the lovely Maria, oh, we should change the batteries in the smoke detectors. And do we own carbon monoxide detectors? <laughs> do we have those? Probably should. I probably don't. Yes, so, yeah, remember to do those things. Um, Questions that people rarely answer honestly. Top of the list, number one, how are you? And also, fine, how about you? (laughs) And we shouldn't answer honestly because nobody really cares. No, that's right. When when that question is asked, how's it going? We're not looking for a long, uh, intimate response. Yeah. Well, if you want to know the truth, I just found out from my bank that I can't afford my mortgage. My wife is sleeping with my brother. (laughs) My car needs new tires. And we could go on and on and on. Uh, This is all top of the list for many. Who farted? (laughs) We we never answer, honestly. Some do. Uh, Yeah. Some do. I don't hide it very often. Really, eh? It depends on who I'm around. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're in an elevator... I'm not fessing up to that. <laughs> I won't even do it sometimes. If it's if it's a really uh, rocking, I, I won't even fess up if it's like in the car and the family's asking. Oh, right. Well, you you wait until they react? Yeah. And I sit there in shame, <laughs> and then I go, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> then we all say it wasn't me. It's got to be the cows. It must be the cows. We're downtown, Dad. That's, it's where, that's where it's good to have the dog every now and then. Yeah. Oh, Whew. Terrible dog. Uh, I, this one I answer honestly because usually it's a question that comes from doctors, and I just feel like they got to know what they're dealing with. How much alcohol do you drink each week? Right. I, I and I say each week, daily. <laughs> Let's talk daily, doc. Because um, I just figure, well, why, why, why hide that? If you've got some issue, uh, you know, if your liver is black, right? There's a reason why. Usually, anything to do with the health and lifestyle are the questions we, we, we tend not to answer honestly. Mm. Can you think uh, of a question that you can't bring yourself to answer honestly? Um, probably the diet. Yeah. Right. Like um, so snack doctor, foods and. So if Doctor Downer started questioning you about your food, do you think yeah. he'd fudge it a bit? He asks him? you about red wine. Uh, he asked me about red meat. <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> oh, I told him. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> he, and he agrees. He goes, "Oh yeah, he's ten years younger than you. Give him the time. He'll right. catch up." Um, what are your sexual fantasies or any questions regarding porn? Okay. I don't know the last time somebody asked me about my sexual fantasies. My own wife doesn't ask me about my sexual fantasies. I say, just hoping to get some, babe. <laughs> Here's a fantasy, some sex. Right. <laughs> uh, as you just mentioned, in, in regards to diet, how much do you weigh or how old are you? Right. It's a question we don't like to answer, honestly. Okay. The old dating question, how many people have you slept with? Wow. Now, didn't you at the one numbers. point yeah, didn't you at one point have a um 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 what's the term? Um or not a routine, but rather a, a way of doing the math. So if so if a woman says to you, I slept with five other men, right. you're supposed to add so many and something else 
due to uh, their age. I think that came up somewhere, but yeah. um, I, it's not my personal method of calculation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word, calculation. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I listen, I remember dudes at university, like, every time they got tested, they were a born-again virgin. Because <laughs> the numbers before don't count yeah. anymore. Yeah, I, um, I mean, uh, nobody's ever asked. I guess they've just looked at me and thought, well, it can't be Matthew. <laughs> I mean, if he's above two or three, it's going to be shocking. <laughs> I'm only here out of guilt anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and finally, the, the question that all people in relationships never answer honestly, are you mad at me? Right. Oh, my goodness. I don't ask anymore. <laughs> it's just, we know it. <laughs> it's a given, Why really. Why bother opening that door? A, uh, a fella, an older gentleman, was uh, participating in Random Acts of Kindness Day, and he got busted for it. Now, actually, the day was back on February 17th, but he had just heard about it, and it inspired him. He wanted to, to try, try to do something nice for people. And, you know, on that day, people will do things like at drive throughs at to coffee shops and such, where they'll purchase the coffee and food for the car behind them or you hold a door for someone and just do kind things so he thought okay i might have missed the day but i'm gonna do something here anyhow so he uh decided to drive around in his car and hand out candy Aye. to kids yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah we've seen this play out before and it's usually not good so one young boy who was smart enough to uh know this was not right. Uh, he said no to the guy and kept walking, but the guy was insistent. He said uh, if he didn't want them, maybe his mom would. Now, that gets even a little creepier. Mm-hmm. Cops eventually tracked him down, questioned him. They didn't arrest him because after they spoke to him, they realized his intentions were genuine and pure, just the wrong thing to do. Right. Recognize that on Halloween. That's a better day for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, driving around in your in your uh, in your car is uh, handing out candy to children is not a thing we we really should be doing. Speaking about driving around in cars and handing out things, whatever happened to the guys that used to drive around in the white paneled vans selling speakers? Did you ever get those guys? Uh no. Was he, I remember it was a thing when I was I don't know probably a teenager or into my early 20s where a guy would pull up to you at an intersection it would always be in like a white paneled van and they'd roll down their windows and say hey you want to buy speakers they were just always <laughs> selling speakers <laughs> what corner were you hanging out at well a lot of corners <laughs> i was trying to get the candy from the older gentleman but they never came around to me no it was just this weird thing that went on for a while i never bought the speakers right they have stores for those things yeah they do they do Boy, the uh, the old stereos and the speakers and the turntables, it really is becoming a thing. I've noticed online, like Facebook Marketplace and others, people are buying, loving. If you've got an old stereo system that at one time, like some kind of Marantz or something that was like a great unit, yeah, you can get a lot of dough for them these days. People love those old stereos with the tubes and the, mm. the, the it's supposedly a fuller, deeper, richer sound. Sure. People are setting up rooms like it's a madman. What about a fisher? Maybe I still got one of those hanging around. <laughs> a candle. I went into a record shop the other day. Kill the yeah. time. We were in the mall and the kids were off looking at shoes or something. 
And so there's a record shop across the way. And I said, let me walk in and look at some vinyl and see. Because I've got a few pieces that, you know, record reps or whatever are given, given to us. Mm-hmm. And, and I've never, I haven't bought vinyl. I don't think ever in my life have I ever in bought your whole life? a vinyl. Uh-huh. I mean, going back to maybe uh, like mini pops as a kid. Right. But um, I looked at it and <laughs> one of the first things I saw was like a YouTube box set of something like a special edition. Mm. All, the, all the things you can't leave behind. It was four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> what, what 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 was I missing out on here? Well, it really I I don't know. I never really got it either. I know people who are you know uh, what do they call them? They're uh, they're vinyl or audiophiles, right? Okay, um, and I know people who are really into it. And uh, maybe you know thirty plus years of wearing headphones loudly have ruined my sound. But I, I really don't notice a ton of difference between a vinyl record. And like a CD or even listening to Spotify. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there can't be this many people who are into it. Like a warmer sound. If it wasn't a thing, it must be a thing. Right. I, I just don't hear it. It's like when people go out and they buy the biggest, most up-to-date television. There is a certain point when your eyes can only see so much. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some blurry TV, and I've seen some TVs that don't look as nice as others. But then at some point, it's enough. How much brighter and better does it have to get? It's pretty damn good as it is right now. Not bad. Not bad at all. But, yeah, it seems to... And the vinyl, I guess it's got to be because the cost of making, because it's oil is involved, right? And You would think in making and all that, yeah. That must be the cost. But, yeah, they're, they're not cheap. They certainly aren't, but it's, it really is kind of a thing these days. People seem to be totally in it. I mean, I don't, even our, our Dougie Elliott has, like, made a whole room. He's got this whole old stereo system set up. And he's really? buying vinyl and, yeah. We're searching for milk crates again? We should. I needed one uh, recently, actually, because in cleaning out my father's condo, he had a whole bunch of old records. <laughs> and the milk crate was the greatest <laughs> thing ever to hold those records. Remember, portable DJs, that's all they right. hauled around in with those uh, milk crates. But anyhow, everybody's got to have a passion. Yours is hockey. Mine is wine. <laughs> Doug's is vinyl. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, she's everywhere these days with her being up for an Oscar this weekend. She was recently on a red carpet somewhere, and she decided she wanted to send a message to bands. I am going to just say this now as a taunt and as a suggestion. You, too, do a matinee. Coldplay, do a matinee. Bruce Springsteen, do a matinee. You're old. Do it at noon or 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I will come and hear your five-hour concert, Bruce, at 2 o'clock, and I'm going to be home and in bed by 7.30. Spot on. Perfect. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) You'll see, Springsteen, you see uh, on social media now, I'm getting, uh, on my Facebook, I'm getting all, every every show he's doing on this tour, I'm getting the set list. Right. I must have clicked on something somewhere along the way, so now every show... And my, like, the guy looks great. He is, I think, 73 or 74 years Unreal. old. Unreal. He's doing these, like, four-hour shows, no break. You look at the encore. The encore is some band's full set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like 12 songs deep into the encore. It's it's crazy. My brother-in-law's got tickets to see him out west, and I remember he, we were all scrambling because he's a massive fan all right. of, of the boss. Yeah. And so we were all scrambling to get on the whatever wait list. Right. Uh, to, to try and get, and I think everyone was able to get onto that list and get uh, at least a chance to purchase. Right, right. So it, there are opportunities to see them. But yeah. 
And I guess the decision has to be made because right away my first thought is, all right, 2 o'clock in the afternoon works for me because <laughs> I don't work a day job right. necessarily. But a lot of people look, would look at that and say, well, no way. Mm-hmm. I'd have to take a day off work for that. Although I guess most people who are going to those shows have to take the next day off because he's playing until 2 in the morning. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. But I mean, Broadway does it. Theater does um, like two matinees a week. You know, people who are in a Broadway show or... Even here, they'll have like a Thursday 2 p.m. show and a Saturday afternoon. So anyhow, he is amazing. If you've never seen him, I I believe, if I remember, I've only saw him once. And that was at an Amnesty International show at Maple Leaf Gardens in like 1988. So it would have been right after kind of Born in the USA was such a massive uh, hit. And he was the headliner. And it was like a Wednesday night. And they had Sting and Peter Gabriel. And it was a... Yusef Endur and Tracy Chapman, I think, was on the bill, and Katie Lang. And, but he, of course, being the headliner, didn't go on till like 11 o'clock. And uh, a lot of Maple Leaf Gardens emptied out. But we were sitting kind of behind the stage, which was fine, because it's not like nowadays where it's all closed off with, uh, with uh, monitors and all of that. So you could see everything. Anyhow, he went on at like 11 o'clock, and he played till about 1.30 or 2 in the morning. He had Peter Gabriel out there with him and, 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 and uh, Sting. And it was so impressive because to have that seat, you could see what he could see. And he would raise his left hand. He would raise his right. Everybody would follow along. It was a constant cheering of Bruce. Like it just, he, it was like going to a a black church. Like it was just, it was like going to church and having a big gospel uh, going down. He, He really is unbelievable to see live. When you look at his... Uh, like tour, uh, which uh, it's back here in November, mm-hmm. right? But he's doing the American leg right now. Um, like it's unbelievable. Every other night, yeah. There's and no breaks really. Every other night uh, from March through to November, yeah. Without, uh, I guess he's taken basically the month of October off uh, in between, and right. that's that's it. I mean, the, the amount of rest, like your fingers would be bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, well, imagine being uh, Max Weinberg and drumming every night. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If uh, I would love to go see him again, uh, I, it's probably one of the last kicks at the can. I actually at Christmas, uh, the kids I think last year got me his uh, No Nukes performance, and it's like from mid seventies, and it's considered one of the all time great. The No Nukes was a charity concert, kind of kicked off a lot of those charity shows, and uh, he performed both nights at Madison Square Garden, and you know, again, dominated. Toko, it's it's just he would have been at the height of it. He would have been like probably late twenties, early thirties, and just full steam ahead. Him and Clarence just going hard for like. Of course, it's a shorter set because it's a whole bunch of different artists. But this whole video is probably an hour and a bit, anyhow. Yeah, while other artists came out and did two songs, he did like again twelve. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's really if you've never seen him and you can get the opportunity to grab tickets. I am going to be on a hunt as we get closer. Mid-November? Yeah, I think so. I'll start making some calls. Um, Ireland Baldwin, you know, the daughter of uh, of um, Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. Yep. She's having a baby. Okay. And uh, she decided for her baby shower, she wanted it to go down at a strip club. And why not? Interesting. Better than an afternoon get-together in a church basement, I think. <laughs> um, so they went to the Jumbo's Clown Room, and she posted a bunch of photos, shared on Instagram. And she said, baby's first strip club extravaganza. She's having a daughter. 
<laughs> She's getting ready for her future career. <laughs> Anyhow, she named her Holland, or will be naming her Holland. Okay. She's Ireland. Maybe she's following that tradition of naming a child after a country. Yes. Or maybe she. Uh, maybe the baby was conceived in Holland. Maybe right. Ireland was conceived in uh, in Ireland. A lot of people like to go that route. Yeah. We did. I wanted to. Maria X'd it out. But I wanted to go with dumpster fire <laughs> and U-Haul. <laughs> dumpster fire Ven and U-Haul Ven. She said, we can't do that. You can still call them that. I, I do. <laughs> I do. Especially the dumpster fire. Um, Nick Cannon. Basically known now for just fathering children these days, knocking oh, women up. Doubt. What does he get, a dozen? dozen with six different women. Well, this spring, he's launching a game show to find his next baby mama. Come on. It's called Who's Having My Baby? It'll be on E! And get this, it's hosted by Kevin Hart. But it's to find yeah. Nick Cannon a date, basically? I guess, like he can't do it himself? Right. He's, he's, been, he's been doing okay in that yeah. department. He, uh, they, they should, they should probably start a game show for him called "Who Can Find a Condom." Right, might be the name of a game show he should get involved with. But no, I guess he's going to be like one of these dating, like The Bachelor or Island This or That, where he's. But yeah, I guess women will come and he'll go on dates and he'll pick one. I guess. Gotta be kidding me! <laughs> like, they're saying it's real. How is this okay? I don't know. <laughs> I guess if if women are willing to sign up and you know do it. Then to have somebody's baby, I guess you know, so. Get your fifteen minutes of fame and now whether he actually really nine months of knocked up. Yeah, I mean, unless maybe you know, obviously, I probably if I was a betting man, I, I highly doubt he's actually going to get them pregnant. Right? There's probably some you know. Listen, be- the way he goes, he could walk by them and get them pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody decided they would uh, share uh, some t- some tips or at least uh, mistakes actually that people make. When calling customer service, if you've noticed since COVID, certainly, and since we've all become so angry about everything and we uh, lose it at the drop of a hat, if you call any customer service line for anything in their little preamble before they send you to uh, somebody to deal with your problem, they now say in their message, no harassment, bad language, or uh, anger will be tolerated. Wow. Yeah, you'll hear that on a lot of them. I uh, I was actually on the phone with Enbridge yesterday, and they had a big, long diatribe about that. And then we had uh, somebody in from Bell over the weekend, because with Netflix trying to hoop everybody, um, we had to update our uh, receivers to get Netflix. And same thing when I called to book that. Uh, it was a big, long thing about, you know, do not harass our uh, customer reps. Right. Because people snap. We go in hot. You know, when we're angry about something. And and we have to always remember that the person on the other end of the line didn't make the rules. Right, yeah. Although they represent the company. Yeah. They're, they're not in a much better situation. No. <laughs> than, than most of us. And the other thing, too, and it happens much like social media, is we feel like there's a sense of anonymity mm. to it. Mm-hmm. You know, one, there's always a sense of customer entitlement yeah. that we have now. That, you know, the customer's always right theory. You owe me. Uh, <laughs> I'm paying you and, you know, paying your salary by paying, you know, for my services. Right. It doesn't work that way. No, it certainly doesn't. You know, we had the situation where the guy from Bell was supposed to come in, come in Saturday, but because of the snowstorm, 
he was supposed to be there between like noon and five. He didn't show about four o'clock. I called and you know to find out what was going on, and, and it turns out that uh, they had a bunch of texts call in and just say they couldn't get out of their driveway. They couldn't do their right. shift that day. Well, I guess they forgot somewhere at Bell. Somebody didn't bother to reach out to the people who had bookings to say, hey, sorry, it's not happening. So the lovely Maria uh, says to me at around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon, why don't you call Bell and see what the hell's going on? And the lovely Maria, God bless her, but she likes to get confrontational sometimes. <laughs> sorry, is she, uh, she's Italian. She's right. Italian. Right. Uh, yeah, she's oh my, she's mellowed a lot. But I remember early on, like any time she didn't get the service she thought she deserved, or I remember she went to the bay to buy a watch or something. But this particular watch was only available at a bay uh, downtown. Yeah. And then when she got there, it wasn't available. Oh, she wrote a letter. She oh the whole thing. She would get into it with people. The kids used to say to her, "Oh, oh, mom's gonna, mommy's gonna tell the uh, store clerk a story." <laughs> <laughs> he would go in, and she would ramble at them for so long that he would just fold and give her what she wanted, just so she'd go away. Anyhow, uh, so I called Bell on Saturday afternoon, and I'm one again. I've said this many times. I don't want to cause anybody any grief. I, I, I'm always, I, I'm probably too polite. It's too, too much. Sounds like it. I, you know, I am because you know I'm actually an angry, bitter man. Yeah, but yeah I go I'm out very my, confused by this behavior. I know. Yeah. Oh, try walking in my. <laughs> Try being me for a day. You don't seem to hold back in many situations. So to hear that you do in this one. Well, I think here, you know, because it's just us and it's a little animated and things are over the top. But in real life, I'm a pretty quiet, docile guy. I really don't cause much grief or try not to. So I call Bell and I say, hey, listen, we were scheduled to have this appointment. And as a matter of fact, I confirmed like three or four times through email and even a call the day before. You know, we were a go and we waited around and like we were going to be doing, as I said to Maria, she's like, well, wasted our day. I said, what are we doing? (laughs) We're snowed in. (laughs) True. We're watching TV. But but it is frustrating because they give you that like five or six hour window. Yeah. And have you sitting and waiting around. So I call, and we have this nice discussion. But in the background, Maria is chirping. (laughs) Like, wants resolution, wants a free bell for a year. I don't know. I finally said to the lady on the phone, I go, excuse me one second. And I took the phone, and I handed it to Maria. I go, you talk to her. I love her to death. Mother of my children. But she does this all the time. Like, I'll be on the phone dealing with something, and she'll be dealing with it in the background. And I'll go, well, why don't you just deal with right. it? Or now, it's to the point where we, if we have anything going on, like the bank or whatever. And I'm sure all couples have these different little things that go on in relationships. But I, say I have to call the financial advisor, or I have to call the lawyer. Of, you know, our wills are being rewritten. I'll say, I'm not doing it until you're sitting right beside me. Right. Because you'll come home, I'll tell you I dealt with it, and you'll have a thousand more questions. <laughs> so why do I even bother? So anyhow, between that and, of course, dealing with Enbridge yesterday, luckily she wasn't around for that, and I'm not even going to fill her in on that because her head will explode. <laughs> It'll just pop off her shoulders. So anyhow, some tips on customer service and dealing with them. As I mentioned earlier, don't go in hot. Remember the person you're talking to is just doing their job. Being rude right off the bat 
isn't a, good, a great strategy. You need them on your side, so you want uh, them to help you. If you're a jerk, they're going to do the bare minimum. It helps when they have the callback service, too, yeah, rather than good. having to sit and listen to music for hours. And then. Yeah, that's true. Not being prepared. You must be pre- prepared. Before you call, think about the things you'll need to have ready, like dates, account numbers. They appreciate that. They'll be more likely to do what they can to help you out. Right. And, and, and they're going to ask you for a pin and your postal right. code. And, yeah. That's right. And this is a mistake, being completely unwilling to compromise. Maybe you want a refund, but they offer you a credit. Sometimes it makes sense just to quit while you're ahead and be done with it. Right. Like, you know, I know you feel like you've been done wrong, but you just missed one episode of How the World Turns. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) I'll say this as well. The threat of switching to another company really doesn't affect them anymore no that used to be the thing right oh give me the customer retention department Mm, mm -hmm. Uh, and then you'd threaten to leave now they're prepared for people to leave Mm. because they're as much as there's no uh gift for your loyalty Mm -hmm. that we expect from them there's no customer loyalty either especially among cell phone companies oh for sure yeah you you just you just can't And, and i think from those messages i've heard on uh the uh, the uh, opening greeting from these different companies. I can't imagine when they look down and see that phone blinking, and that that's their department to deal with customers. They just must think, what what am I getting into here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what is this? What is this call? A new adventure awaits. Yeah, and then there's me going, how can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, I baked a lasagna. I'll send it over. Welcome to International Women's Day. That's right, March 8th every year. It's International Women's Day. You should probably take your mother and hide her out for lunch. Get them to know each other. Right. He, I love saying it because he absolutely hates it. Well, listen, <laughs> we're talking about International Women's Day. Let's be serious for a second. Okay, and just so, say that. Sorry. Well, no, but the, this is a day that it's not just to recognize, hey, you're a woman. Let's uh, let's celebrate mm-hmm. or congratulations. Have a nice day. Yeah, uh, it's also a, a chance to point out you know, in every aspect of society where uh, there have been uh, difficulties and discrimination, and uh, that you know, women. It's not just a point of uh, changing uh, the way that we act in mm. society. It's also changing the way that people think yeah. too, because there's a lot of that happens. Behind, uh, we've managed to get some of the rhetoric that was in open uh, back. Kind of, uh, it, it, it's not cool. They might kind of woke, but it's not cool to say mm-hmm. or do some of these things. But the fact that it's still kind of happening or being thought, and you go back to you know what eight years ago with the uh, Trump Clinton debates, and you know there was still that rhetoric that a woman would be too hormonal mm-hmm. to be president or have the nuclear codes and. To, you know that was actually said out loud at some point. Yeah, people bought into it, and it's been proven worldwide, certainly in Europe uh, and other countries. Not on this side of the planet, but over there, uh, they've had many women uh, leaders who have been very successful in diplomacy and all sorts of things. It's also uh, another opportunity to send the message to countries that still have forced marriages and all sorts of horrible things that are done to women. Your Saudi Arabias and this type of stuff. So uh, to continue to push uh, women's rights, certainly across the planet. And you don't see too many International Women's Day cards at your local Hallmark either. No. It's not to be treated as a Mother's Day or a Valentine's Day. Anyhow, a bunch of women were asked about things that they wish could be designed more for their comfort. 
and that these things, I guess, when built, probably built by men, and uh, women weren't necessarily considered in their production. And one of the things they uh, have at the top of the list is comfy and safety in cars. Seatbelts, many women say, uh, should fit more naturally for women, particularly those with larger breasts, and utilizing crash test dummies with women's body types, including pregnant ones, for automotive testing. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I I thought they had, but now that I think about it, when you uh, I, and I haven't been around crash test dummies or in that environment, but I'm assuming they use ones that are just smaller in stature and perhaps weight, not yeah. necessarily ones that are designed with women's figures. Yeah, I think they're all pretty uniform, kind of the shape of a, yeah, a mannequin. Or so, right? Yeah, yeah. so basically mannequins. Uh, but yes, without the, and mostly looking like male mannequins. Uh, unisex bathrooms should always have special boxes or trash cans for the ladies for a period product disposal. And it's and, high time, by the way, that we get rid of, you know, or we just offer free and get right. rid of what is basically the women's tax and having to pay for these products. Yeah, I mean, toilet paper's free in every public washroom, so so should those products. And, and also, just in general, the fact mm. that, you know, w- women have to pay. We've got a place like Simcoe Hall Settlement House that we deal with and, and other women's shelters who have to try and stock and, and get donations of items that are women hy- women's personal hygiene things that are, that are medically necessary. You know, this is not makeup. Yeah, I, do, I don't know how you could across the board give all that stuff away for free. You're going to have to start giving away toilet paper for free. You're going to have to start giving away food for free. I mean, it's it's all needed product every day of the week. But this is a medical product, right? And right, there's many things that are covered. Things are necessary. I'm not saying things, you shouldn't. I'm not it, saying you shouldn't. I just don't know how you could. Do it free it, across the board. Do it through your doctor. Do it through a do- you know, by prescription or, or whatever it, we can take. And you, we, we have the system in place in OHIP that could do that. And we could do it with women's hygiene products for that, for uh, medical yeah. products. Well, there's a, probably a lot of things we could do under a whole hip that uh, still doesn't get covered. But then, of course, we're going to deal with what we're going to deal with, a, a system we can't even afford to begin with. So I don't know if we keep just shoving stuff under OHIP. I, I don't know. I understand. But, it, you know, the toilet paper argument is it's not, this is not something that is universally used. This is something that women need. Uh, and and because of it's not given to them as a woman it's not like their choice no, that they I know. want to use this. I know I'm just saying it's like food I just don't okay under OHIP fine but you, you, we all need food but it's not free either that's why we have so many systems in place that try to provide that to people I agree I would love it to be free for women I'm not saying it shouldn't be of course it should be I just don't know exactly if you could afford that under OHIP anyhow they would like other things like fitness uh, fitness bicycles with wider seats. Women say you can buy bikes with seats designed for women, but this is for the gym, spin class, and public city bikes. I guess they're all just tiny. The seats are tiny, and we all have different body shapes, so ladies would like to see that. And you know, just in general, you know, I, this doesn't show up on the list, but the uh, the salary. You know, the fact that so many women still in equal positions don't make the type of money that men do. So there's a lot to be fixed. The world's come a thousand steps forward that's you know it's it, one of the things uh, that i think we always have to remember is there's always things to improve on there's always things to do but my god we're in a much better place we than we were even 20 years ago you mentioned clinton and and not even that long ago clinton and trump and the way that went on i mean even from that little period of time we've come leaps and bounds forward not just for women but all all uh, all groups so anyhow uh, support ladies, be there for women, do what they ask, do what they say. 
They're probably right to begin with. Rock Mornings with Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.